Hello everybody, and welcome to episode 5 of the Technical Area, the supposedly weekly football manager podcast brought to you by me, your host Gaffer Gramer once again. There will be a time where I do get these out on time, and I'm setting a resolution that will be this week to get things ready, to get things on the ball, and really just start delivering properly, because, you know, really have to start holding myself accountable for the uh, the slight delays, the prolonged delays, depends on what call my delays, but still, I do apologise. We've been dabbling in all sorts with the FM beta, doesn't take much of a look through Twitter, Slack even, YouTube, and you want Twitch as well, I'm sure, I don't really want Twitch much, so I can't really say too much there with confidence, but still, we can be quite sure that, you know, FM content is really exploding, the beta has gone down tremendously well, whether it is you're dabbling about getting to grips with all the new bits and pieces, whether it is that you're showing Massimiliano Allegri how it's supposed to be done at Juventus, or you are turning into the next Galacticos outspending PSG with someone who's not PSG, maybe it is PSG, or you're trying to, I don't know, remedy what's going on at Liverpool, whatever it is you're doing, I hope you really are enjoying it, and we're now nine days ten days just out of full release so if you have started that new save fair play to you i haven't got that level of confidence myself just yet and quite frankly i still haven't got a clue but nonetheless it's the start of a new fm cycle and at the beginning of every fm cycle we're going through this phase of just getting to grips with what it is we want to do and set out and one of those first things we do at the very beginning, at the start, is to go through that tactic building process. We ask ourselves questions like, is it something I've seen that I want to replicate? Maybe is it something I've read I want to replicate? Do I want to build around a certain player? Is there a role I want to try, a formation? We ask ourselves all these questions. Maybe we have these questions going through our heads. But no, we do have to think about this time going out and setting up really our formation setting out the philosophy that beginning point this is a blank slate where is it we are going to go from here and whatever it is we're going to whatever it is we approach the game whatever way it is we go we need to break down the process of tactic building into three simple parts positions roles and instructions so positions or replace the players across the pitch to control the space, roles, our expectations of the players in these places we put them on the pitch, and then the instructions, that overarching philosophy of our style, our identity. So we set out our style in those three ways with those players on the pitch. Across the globe, we see numerous players play the same position. We see clubs playing the same tactics or formation, I should say. But how many really play the same way? How many teams play the same formation the same way? How many players play the same position the same way? That's what we're talking about here today. We're getting into those nitty gritty bits and pieces. We're talking about what it is that sets out the difference between a player's role and a player's position. 
And the first place we really kind of need to begin on this is our philosophy. How do we set our players up to make the best of our approach? How can we set a style that makes it look like our identity? How is it that people were looking at a game, if they didn't know which team was which, would know this is my team, this is your team? In the 60% of the community community vote that came in on the poll, in the the vote that I don't know the community, 60% of those who voted said roles is biggest in their mind when tactic building. Now 40% will focus primarily on positions. So when we are setting our players up to make the best of our approach, where we place them is our formation. The 11 positions, the 11 roles, the combination there brings tactic and philosophy together. And when we're setting out those positions, we we need to really think about what I need or want in a certain place in this team. And then when we talk about the role, again, it's what I need or want from this place, this specific place on this team. We need to also ask ourselves when it looks at we go to player roles of what qualities do I have players who can play this position and play this role bring? And how can I maximize their strengths in this area? How can I complement them with other players? And how can I cover their weaknesses? You see, the most interesting thing about roles is we are now discussing roles in football more and more. How many times do you see it at the beginning of a match where we go through the, the starting 11 and the broadcaster lines the players up in a position in their positions of what it is they expect to see. I've seen Liverpool teams with uh, Darwin Nunes on the left side of a 4-4-2 yet when we watch them play he's kind of the left-sided striker of a 4-4-2 or a 4-2-4 or this new diamond that we hear being spoken about. What we're doing is with roles now is we're seeing that this conversation changes that conversation we've had before about formations. It changes how we see tactics. We talk about roles more and more, but what players do. We talk, we've gone past the point of those pre existing conceptions of certain positions where. A goalkeeper doesn't leave his box. A goalkeeper only plays long passes and is terrible with his feet. Or a winger. Conversation with wingers of, he's a winger, he's a wide player, he should not be coming off the pitch without the, the white lines, the chalk on his boots. He should be stretching the play, get to the byline, cross the ball in. And that's all the winger should be doing. And I suppose in the English-speaking world, that has definitely been some way we've seen things for a long, long time. It doesn't take an awful lot to, I suppose, you know, research and study and see how conversations like this have actually been happening for a long time. You know, you read books like uh, Inverting the Pyramid, the John Wilson books, like uh, Namesheed Long Ago even, or um, Angels with Dirty Faces. You see that, you know, conversations about these in in like roles in football have gone go all the way back to the origins of the game and i suppose there has been a bit more of a rigidity in terms of the media in terms of the 
way f- football has been spoken about in general and that now we've hit a point where we're really evolving and statistics and all this stuff coming in conversations about football are really a lot more technical and detailed than they were 10 15 20 years ago even we have players now on pitches who can alter a formation fluidly they can change how football is seen just by the way they play the game you know one of the, those players i think of my own you know experiences of watching and listening and reading about football is claude McAuley. and in english football in the english-speaking world how we spoke speak about the, the McAuley role in a team because McAuley was someone who changed how we saw a position being played by giving the position a role a duty and in shows like that in homage when we have seen the the duty the role being named after the player yet many other countries that's just called the six so that conversation we're having now we we really need to rethink how we see when we approach a game and i suppose you can say like when you look past the McAuley role, we look at that how the conversation has evolved and look how football manager has evolved. We now have inverted wingers and fullbacks. We have false nines. We have pressing forwards. Our knowledge of the game has been driven forward over years. And in a football manager sense, it's almost by necessity, not by want, in order to survive and thrive in the game. I suppose the difficulty then exists between real life and football manager because our understanding of what a role is and how it's played is shaped by one player, potentially on the team we, we support, the team we follow, the team we watch most. And then translating that to football manager, whether it's through a player instructions, a player role, or even just a the position they start off in. How many times have we spoken about false nines as a 10, a very an advanced 10? You know, um, an attacking midfielder who's pushing right up a goal-scoring attacking midfielder, where actually he's playing as a false nine. And I suppose, you know, how we shape that role then really changes. Do we play that player as a striker with a false nine role? Or do we play that player as an attacking midfielder or a shadow striker? We get into so much minute now that there is a massive difficulty in understanding the real life roles and translating them to football manager. And when we're setting up our teams, understanding the, that massive difference between positions and roles, you know, we have to break it down to just what we can see and experience in football manager. Because in football manager, players are more than a six, an eight, a ten. And some of these differences are hard coded beyond the vanilla roles of football manager. So if you want to, if you see a central midfielder playing a certain way and you want to set it up, you might go to the very basic central midfielder role. You might pick a support duty, a defend duty, an attack duty, whatever it is. And then you may put player instructions in to try and change how that role performs. However, that role doesn't perform maybe as well as you'd hoped, yet a hard-coded role in the game like a box-to-box midfielder or a Mazala or a Carolero or whatever it is, that would mo- speak to you more. That was, sorry, that would match up more, I suppose, with what it is you want. But yet, 
because of the way Football Manager as a game is set up and translated from the real life itself, that causes the challenge and the difficulty here. So what we need to do is we need to understand how the roles can really differ. And a football manager, there are some very specific roles. Some, you know, terminology that we use and see in the game that we are not exactly sure of ourselves. And I suppose when we think of a Carolero, a Libero, a Segundo Volante, a Ramdeuter, an Enganchi, we really need, need to see and understand that role for what it is. And that's not always the easiest thing to do. So let's just take the Segundo Volante, for, for example, or the Carolero. Let's go through a few of these roles. Now what I've done is I've gotten these definitions from some of the websites that you'll find listed down below. So on Squawka, they defined these roles in these ways. The Carolero, or Shuttler, is a less glamorous box-to-box midfielder. Their predominant focus is to spread the play laterally rather than surging up the pitch like a traditional number eight. Where a box-to-box midfielder will look to push forward and aid in attacking moves, the Carolero will refrain from coming too involved in the final third. Instead, will break up opposition attacks, drive the team forward to an extent, and then ultimately pick the safer ball, which is usually wide. And you see, the thing is, for me, when you see a shuttler, you think of someone who just does that, you know, 18-yard to 18-yard run, almost in a straight line, up and down the centre of the pitch. But we can see here, it's an awful lot more different. It's an awful lot more, you know, nuanced than that. It it has to challenge really what it is we see. And when we set up a tactic, we need to understand and see, you know, is that a position I want on my team, a centre midfielder? Yes. Is this a role I want? Well, I don't know. I don't play wide players or I play overlapping players or whatever it is. Like a Carolero may work excellently in a, a diamond midfield. A Carolero may work excellently where you have uh, advancing wing backs and narrowing wide players. So that they won't occupy the same channel as the wide players coming in, but yet they have two passing options that wide player who's moving diagonally in front of the Carolero, or the wing back who's pushing up to, just to their side. So we need to see again that this role really changes up from because you've got a box box midfielder. You've got that bit more of a direct, that bit more of a, you know, vertical type of player. Not in the natural first pass forward to an extent. Then there's a libero. Again, another example of a role that we don't hear spoke about an awful lot, but we think back of Koeman and Beckenbauer as these ex- task examples. Because like the libero is this really exotic sweeper. It's the last line of defence when out of possession. It sweeps up any loose balls. It stifles opposition attacks. But yet when Libero springs into life is when in possession, how it can surge up the pitch. It can push forward into midfield. And the Libero can even go as far as to be in the final third of games. What a role. Now the thing is, I've seen ball-playing defenders, in particular Arthur Teatro of Ren in the, in the beta, making these kind of Joel Matapi type mazy runs up the pitch. 
we actually even scored from one. So when I think of the libero, I'm seeing characteristics and traits of coming into the ball playing defenders that we see now. Because most teams play with a four. And in order to play a libero, you have to play with three, really, one really central defender. Being the, the most centre, being the libero. So seeing some of these attributes spreading into ball playing defenders now is excellent in football manager. So do I need a libero then? If I play a ball playing defender. Or if I'm playing a libero. Do I need a defensive midfielder? It need, we need to challenge how we see the game. Segundo Volante. Another role named after Volante. Of you know a, a role that's had its name. You know a tribute to a player like McAuley. You know. And attacking out in, from the defensive midfield. So when you see the likes of libero. When you see a player who can drive forward. Do I need to sit down the middle? Can I use the Segundo Volante, who might move into the channels, who might move vertically either side and further than the Libero? You can have a very exotic and fantastic team, one I suppose, a lot of South American flair to it. But the Libero, the Freer, the Segundo Volante, named after Volante, you've really kind of got, you know, some really specific roles that provide specific threats. But yet they're just not for everybody. And understanding that you know, a roaming playmaker can push forward and be a playmaker in the you know, in the deep third, the final third, and in the centre of the pitch, that's a gun the Volante mightn't be the role for you now. But it might. So we need to challenge how we see the roles, how we challenge how we see positions and understand how they link together. If you go into guide to FM or plenty of other websites you'll see some formation tools tactic tools that really tell you you know is it if it's going to work it kind of breaks down really in an interesting way how it is your tactical work you know we talk about specific roles like the ram deuter again the thomas muller role something sadio mani has kind of some people have said have done for liverpool and now we're seeing him at Bayern. it's going to be interesting to watch because he already as obviously he'll operate from the opposite side to uh, Muller if Muller plays is not Ramdeuter role. You know, it's the Ramdeuter's main function is to drift in field, find pockets of space. Basically, it's a wide player who's instructed to cut inside and exploit the channel. But if you've got a Mazala, your Ramdeuter won't work with a Mazala because the Mazala will move into that channel. If you've got a forward moving into channels, the Ramdeuter space is limited. And something we're even seeing now with Football Manager 23 again is if you have a, say, a Segundo Volante, a defensive midfielder who moves into an attacking area and an inverted wing back on the same side, the inverted wing back will not move in because the inverted wing back in game is hard coded not to move inside if there is a defensive midfielder in the either right or left positions, the same side as them. So, what we have here is a challenge. And when we're building a tactic in Football Manager, these roles might be great. They're giving us something in a certain position that we need. But how they link and combine together in-game translates completely differently. Take the enganch. I've never used an enganch successfully in Football Manager. Yet I've used a Trek Artista. You know, a Trek Artista is a player who floats, collects the ball in various positions across the front line. Someone who we have to support in the team because defensively, then they won't do an awful lot. But the enganch is different. It's a stationary Trek Artista. It's like Raquel Me. We'll just sit in that pocket of space, 
in the hole, just waiting for the ball to come in. So again, two really creative players, two players that teams will have to carry. You two completely different ways of interpreting the role. Do I want a Trek Artista in there who will float and collect the ball? Or do I want the enganch who will wait for the ball? Not go finding it like the Trek Artista, but will sit in a pocket of space and just wait to be given the ball. Then when we take it in another direction, we take it, you know, let's look specifically really here at a role that has tremendously evolved since we started playing championship manager and football manager all those years ago. Since we even started watching football, whenever it is. And that's the centre-back. The position has changed dramatically. The roles of the players that play here have changed so much. So much more is expected of a centre-back than we've seen before. I can't remember who it was. It may have been Elikim Mangala that I read recently. Saying that it's great to see the evolution of a centre-back into a ball-playing defender. But unless we teach them the, fun, the fundamentals, the art of defending, the art of the central defender, the main responsibilities of that position will go from the game. So when we set up our team, I've obviously spoken, I've, I've already spoken about the libero, but it's, I think it's back from FM20, uh, Guido, um, uh, Strikerless, of fame, again you'll find the link down below fantastic article on the roles that are involved in football manager and then as well just adding one in because one of these roles didn't exist that came from fm scouts guide as well again well worth to read below but like i'm going to talk about like the main roles the main ways in which we will play a or, or center back because as we're seeing the change in the goal kick rule we're seeing teams build up more and more from the back it was happening before the goal kick rule changed when everyone had to be outside the 18-yard box. But now that we can have two players within the box, we're seeing this role dramatically change again. Because at a simple and basic level, a, a central defender is responsible for stopping opposing forwards, clearing the ball away from his own goal. That's it. That's the way it's played at Sunday league level. That's the way I was coached to play before I moved in goal. Stop the forward. Clear the ball. That's it. Doesn't matter where I clear the ball to. No. Just clear the ball. It can be a short pass. It can be a long pass. It can be a clearance into touch. Just stop the ball forward. Stop the ball and get it away. But now, in football manager, we have to see... That the central defender can be more than that. The central defender can be a ball playing defender. Who does what a normal defender does. But when the team wins possession. Contributes offensively through passing. And potentially no movement from deep. Maybe we can set up with a no nonsense centre back. Who is the exact opposite. The negative mirror image of that ball playing defender. Who instead of trying to help with the build up play. Won't take any risks. And will either pass it simply. And safely to somebody around him. Or when pressured, hoofs it clear. Sends it long. Wherever it goes, it goes. So we can see that we can have the standard central defender. The way football has always been played before. 
does a little bit of what the ball playing defender does, does a little bit of what the no-nonsense does. It's that perfect balance. But when we add in these new instructions, we, we evolve the role to be a ball playing defender, someone who will bring the ball out from the back. When we evolve it to a no-nonsense centre-back, which is just very rigid, you know, old-fashioned way of playing, you can see the whole shape of the team changes, our philosophy changes because of the way we set up. And now in Football Manager, you can even have a wide centre-back who will stop opposing attackers, just like a centre-back will, will clear the ball from danger, just like a centre-back will. However, when in possession of the ball individually or the team of the wide centre-back is in possession of the ball, we will see the wide centre-back move wide and almost act like a full-back. Think of how Atalanta and Sheffield United under Chris Wilder played. The overlapping centre-backs. We now have it in Football Manager. You can see that, again, if you're playing three at the back, the way you play totally changes. It's not what the ball-playing defender does. Because it moves wide. But yet it has some of those traits. It's not what the central defender is. Though at a basic fundamental level. It has those traits. It's not a no-nonsense centre-back. It's the mirror It's the mirror image. The exact opposite. Think of what the way. We, we've seen teams line up now. And I think Ben Davies is possibly one. Of, and Kyle Walker. Two of the best examples. How we can see full-backs changing. And I've spoken about it before, and that's Pep Guardiola's tilt of where one centre back will tuck, one a full back will tuck in, almost like an auxiliary centre back, and one will push on like a wing back. And then what we've seen is then a centre back of a wide of a three becoming a full, being a full back, just being converted inwards. So that a team could almost become like a three or a four very easily. That tilted defence, the shape changes. That could be a perfect example of a way of using a wide centre-back. A wing-back on defend on one side. A wide centre-back on the other. Or, in ways I've tried to use it, a complete wing-back. And then a wide centre-back as that sided centre-back. So the wide centre-back would almost act like a full-back. So in some ways I'm actually playing a four at times across the back. You know, the two sitting behind two, and then the wing back just marauding, gone somewhere up the pitch. Something we've seen Guardiola try recently then with Joao Cancelo and Nathan Ake. The influence of the duties, the instructions, the roles that we give these players changes how a role can be performed. It changes how a position is played, and it changes how a team sets up. And a football manager, we talk about duties, we talk about in, in this case, the centre-back. Stopper, defend, or cover. In most other places on the pitch, it's attack, support, defend, or automatic in some positions. I'm going to even hone in even more now on the ball-playing defender. Because, like you said, the ball-playing defender is very, very similar to a central defender, just a bit more, I suppose, expressive and in possession. However, in previous versions of Football Manager, the ball-playing defender's role changes 
with those different duties. And the main difference can be passing behaviour, positioning and movement. With cover will always naturally sit a bit deeper. With stopper will push a little bit further out. And then the movement as well of the player will change. So the movement will change, the passing behaviour is the predominant change. But like that, it all depends. So even again, we could have two ball playing defenders, playing centre back. One on the stopper, one on a cover, one on defend and one on cover. One on stopper, one on defend. Whatever it is the way you play, suddenly the game completely changes again. That the position of central defender in your team, centre back, centre half, is totally changed by the, its role you've given it and then the duties of the player in that role. And the most important thing is when you are selecting that role, when you are selecting those duties, you really need to identify the main strengths of your individual players. Because when it comes to positions and roles, we can train them or retrain players into those areas. We know that. We've done it before. But we need to go into further detail when we examine the instructions of a player role. We need to understand what is hard-coded and compare that to what we want, what we need, and compare it again to what the player is naturally inclined to do. It's not this blank canvas we have in our heads when we tactically build. Although the save may be and the process may be, we have to understand that the game will restrict and interpret what it is we want in a way that we may have not intended. And we may be interpreting a role in a different way to how it is performed in real life before we put it into the game. So things can get lost in translation. And if you check out Guide to FM, I know I, know I push them a lot. I'll, but check out you know, how different players act and different roles act and different positions act. Because you can look at roaming players and, sh- and compare them to channel running players. So like roaming players, you might have a Regist, the roaming playmaker, box, box midfielder, Mizala. But then in channel players, you might have like a Ramdeuter, a shadow striker, deep line forward. So you can see where players will move. So when you're setting up this tactic, and you go, I want my centre midfielders in the channels, you can see where what the best duties are there. But then if you've got a striker you want to roam, you can check it out here. But then you also have to balance out who's roaming, who's in the channels, and we're not. You know, we are, as well with football, when we set up those positions in the formation, we're wanting to occupy space as best as possible. So, one question I kind of want to leave you with is, is how can we change a slump in form by altering roles and not formations? How often do we see that really happen? We challenge a player, we challenge a team by changing the roles and not the formation. Because you could set your team up in a 4-3-3. Yet in possession. Your team could look something like a 2-3-5. Out of possession a 4-5-1. So maybe you want to play a certain formation. If if your fortunes aren't going well. Maybe examine changing the roles. And see if that can bring about things. But always as we said we need to make sure that the combination of these roles has become more vital now than the spread of the positions, spread of players in a formation.
how these players combine with the instructions, the tasks, the duties we give them. Because at the end of the day, the fundamental questions when you are building up your tactic, when that's you're speaking about formation, when you're speaking, building about roles, and you're talking about the instructions and philosophy, you need to answer, be able to answer these two questions. How will I control space? And how will I control the ball? And just before I say goodbye, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody out there who took part in the polls, who's gotten involved, who's listened, and even taken the time to even just review the podcast or listen. Everything is really appreciated. I am not sure if you've seen the, the tweet there recently, but we are approaching a massive milestone here on the technical area. We are approaching the 10,000 listen mark. Right now, there has been 9,449 listens. So in 551 listens, I will do a giveaway. I have to decide what the prize is. If you have any ideas, send me something to give me an idea. Um, if you have any ideas of what type of competition we could run, again, more than interest. I'm more than <laughs> excited to hear what, what is one. Because at the end of the day, the prize is for you, the listener, for me talking into a microphone in my kitchen in my sitting room wherever i can find a quiet space in the house look i really do appreciate you listening thank you so much there's some fantastic articles out there on the internet that can help us understand football in a better way they've helped me write this episode and they've given me some interesting ways of thinking about how i approach football manager when i load up later on this evening so check them out below and a credit to them you know for helping me with this episode and for the information that I was able to share with you. Next week's poll, I'm going to try to record a couple of episodes this week, so that way I can get them out on time and ready. So keep an eye, there will be daily polls, one per episode, but there will be daily polls coming, so keep an eye there. But look, again, thanks so much for listening. Enjoy the next week or so of debate before I talk to you again. Stay safe. And I will talk to you again soon. Bye now.